0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Styles, and today we are going to talk about some fun stuff as always. So, how did we like the last episode? Did we love MJ? I love her. She is amazing. She is so insightful, and she has been through a lot, been um, around the block with social media taking criticism, dealing with fat phobia. And she is so positive. She is such a breath of fresh air. And I'm so lucky to be her friend. So go follow her on Instagram and TikTok if you haven't. Show her some love. And yeah, she will bring light into your life as well as she has in mine. So uh, I dropped that episode last night. I'm recording early this week. And yeah, I've been plugging away on my spiritual life coach certification. It's been really awesome, really insightful, and I've loved it. I'm learning a lot. I can feel a shift in my own spirituality and my own self and trust and finding who I am. Like There's a lot happening internally with me right now, which is amazing, and it's it's interesting because when you're going through internal changes like this, it it can make people uncomfortable. People don't like when other people change and they're kind of like, what's going on? And then other people are kind of like, are you turning into a weird hippie, Mimi? Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit. No, but um, yeah, as you can tell, I am a little bit sick. I was sick actually all weekend. Like was getting my shit tossed on Friday and Saturday. I felt like crap. I woke up, or Thursday I should say, let's let's go back a couple days. I walked in to teach my group class and right when I walked in I started to have an ocular migraine. If you're not prone to migraines um, or have never had an ocular migraine, this is where you start to see spots and I usually see like a blurb in my upper right eye. And I, like, can't look at it. And if I look straight on, I, like, can't see. It's it's a mess. And I walk in and I was like, shit. And then I was like, okay, maybe maybe this is just the sunlight. And my eyes are just kind of, like, wonky right now. Like, it can't be this. Like, I ate enough today. I, you know, probably drank enough water. I was just going through all the things. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, no, I was not fine. Then I couldn't see. The sun is blaring in my eyes. And I have this, like, blurby spot. Then I start to get nauseous. And I'm teaching a hit strength class, so I don't have to do all of it, but I have to at least show things. And it pumps people up when you do it with them too. So, oh, I was pacing and I didn't want to tell them that I felt like I was about to yak, but uh, man, did I want to. Anyways, I got through the group class. So the ocular part usually lasts for about 30 minutes and then it switches into like a full-blown migraine. So once the ocular's done, I can see again, but then my head starts pounding because this is something that happens to me a few times a year. It used to happen more often, and it's usually when I overexert myself. So um, then that happened, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to throw up. We're good. We're good. We're good. We end the class, and I'm like, yo, I almost just died. I just had the worst migraine and ocular migraine of my life, but I made it through, and everybody's like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, they're the best. They're all like 50, give or take, uh, and they're so supportive. They're like... I don't know they have that like warm fuzzy like home feeling about them the people that come to that class on thursday night so so sweet then it was supposed to be my sister's birthday celebration that night i couldn't go i got home and i was down for the count trying not to throw up nauseous riding the waves of the nausea it was just not fun so very long way of saying i get really bad migraines every once in a while and i had that on thursday night and i woke up friday after not really sleeping. And I was sick, and I don't know where the hell it came from, but it lasted all weekend. And I just a good old cold. I took a COVID test. Don't worry, I'm I'm clear, but did not feel good at all. So that was my weekend. Nothing exciting. Um, I wonder if that was my body telling me to slow down again. I wonder if that was my body. You know, I think I was I was in Mexico the week before. And then I got back. So maybe Mexico like broke down my immune system and made me very susceptible to catching anything. And then I just caught it while I was, you know, not at my best. So hopefully it's up from here. But that was my weekend. And now we're back into the next week. All right. So we're going to talk about a lot today, but I'm going to start off with a little something to give you to take away to work on. So, um... It's just some questions that I want you to ask yourself every day, maybe a few times a day. Here's what I want you to ask yourself. Am I willing to enjoy my life? That's it. I want you to start asking yourself that. Am I willing to have my life go well? Am I willing to enjoy my life? It seems like a dumb question, right? Like, of course I want to enjoy my life. Who wouldn't want to enjoy my life? Wouldn't want to enjoy their life. But I want you to start asking yourself that. You're always going to say yes, but are you willing to let go of all the other crap and enjoy your life? Are you willing to be present? Are you willing to work on the art of living? That's what I'm going to leave you with today. Think about it, marinate in it. It's kind of a lot to process and it's kind of a weird concept. Uh, this is something I learned in my certification and they ask these questions a lot. And I'm always like, yeah, of course, yeah. But then you think about it and you think about why so many of us are not willing. And this is a whole pyramid of reasons and conditioning that's made us feel this way. But just start to ask yourself, am I willing? to enjoy my life all right so for the episode today we're going to call this fear is a guide back to love so this is a quote straight from our girl gabby bernstein if you saw me on instagram last week i was buzzing about super attractor because i finished it it was an amazing book i highly recommend it i would say that's definitely the best read of 2022 so far I would say 2021. My best book was *Journey of Souls*. If I could reread that and like go back to reading that the first time, over and over again, I would because the feeling that I had reading that book was amazing. All these are linked in my um, Amazon ugh, Amazon Linktree, which are at my website now. Because I don't have I don't have a Linktree anymore. Actually, I just have a website. I <laughs> worked hard to get that thing up. And I don't know if anybody's looking at it or using it. I haven't really promoted it because the mobile app looked really weird for a while. So I just kind of subtly put it in my bio. Everything's on my website now, not on a link tree. Anyways, super tractor. So fear is a guide back to love. So in chapter 11, Gabby Bernstein talks about this idea. So she talks about, so obviously, all right, let's back it up. We all have fear Fear often and likely drives our life to some extent. It's a sad reality. It's a sad thing to admit that we operate as human beings on a lot of fear. I think that's common in like mammals in general. Like we think about animals in the wild. They're always thinking, how am I going to survive? Survival, fear, staying away from predators, all the things. We do the same thing, um, but just in a different way, being civilized human beings who aren't hunting each other. So we all have fear and it feels like a negative thing, but it can really be a positive thing as can anything. So Gabby talks about using tool, oh my gosh, using tool, using fear as a tool to come back to love. So what does this mean? So I'm going to put it into context with what I'm going through right now, very candidly. This is not something that I like to admit, but I'm going to admit it because, you know, honesty is the best policy. So in February, I worked a lot. I had a lot of clients. I had a lot going on and I got really burnt out. I also made some self-discoveries about how I felt about the work I was doing and the, you know, how realistic it really was for my well-being and my alignment with what I was doing, what I what I still am doing, but it was just a lot. February was a lot. It was very telling for me. So March hit and I pretty much stopped training in the city, which was an income hit. And I start um I changed my rates, I changed my hours, I changed a lot of things, which in the long run is for the best and I know that, but candidly, I have taken a hit this month of March because of those changes. And a wise friend has always told me, if you build it, they will come. So if I build the business and the model that I want and I lose people doing it the way I want to, I will eventually find people to not replace because you can't replace amazing clients necessarily. And I'll miss them dearly. But that is gonna get filled and come back and it's gonna come back stronger because it's gonna be the way that I want it to be. So March has been slow, it's been slow and that's part of the business. I mean, being a trainer, being kind of in the freelance type of business that I'm in, you have great months and you have slow months and you know, we're going into summer, that tends to be a slower month for trainers. That's just how it is. So it's like, think about it like sales. You have good months and you have bad months, and March has been slow. And most of that is because I chose for it to be slow. I chose to tear it down and then rebuild it the way that I wanted it to. So within this, I have had fear, something that I'm trying to let go of because I know it's limiting me. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that sometimes my business isn't going to build back to what it was. I'm afraid that I'm not going to find the clients that are – you know, okay with the new rates or okay with the new hours. I'm afraid that I, you know, I I have to admit I'm in a very privileged, privileged situation because I live at home with my parents that, you know, I don't have rent or anything like that. And I'm not like making no money and drowning or anything. I'm fine. But I've taken a hit this month. So there's a lot of fear, I think, underneath the smile and do to do to do because I consciously chose to switch up my business and take a hit. So, how can we make this a positive? So, <clears throat> I actually had to part ways with a client last night, actually, a client that I'd been training for a while and that I love. And, you know, I saw it coming because of the schedule, it just wasn't working. And obviously, I'm <clears throat> very sad about it. But right when I got the text, I had this weird feeling of like, okay, fear is a guide back to love. And love can also mean abundance. Love can mean something better. So seeing things, not like crash down, but change and shrink and you know all of those things it almost gave me this weird sense of hope like okay this shift is happening there's a lot of shifts happening with me internally but also with my business and like this means that we're kind of on a we're kind of on a downswing let's say so what goes down must come up right so i kind of had this Believe me, I'm in no way, shape, or form happy about losing clients, especially because I love them all and they're all amazing. But I was kind of like, okay, we're on a downswing. Okay. But this is going to swing up and it's going to swing up even bigger. And I felt that right when I got got the text. How weird is that? So I normally wouldn't have done that. I normally would have been like, you know, fine, I'll I'll train you at the time that works best for you or I will change this. I, you know, I was that type of business person for the first, gosh, almost the entirety of since I've been independent of like, you know what, people have money and they want to give it to me and I am going to make it work for them. But now I'm working for me. Does that make sense? So I am now sitting back and trying to stop controlling, trying to stop the control and just be like, okay. I saw a TikTok. What's her name? I literally just, she's so cute. She always does her makeup cute and she always, she's like the prettiest smile, whatever. <laughs> I don't know her name. But she put, did this TikTok where she was like, let them, just let them. And I, I feel like I'm at that point right now where I'm just like, I'm just gonna let people, I'm just gonna let them. Like, What's the sense in controlling or trying to, um, like, meet people halfway or sacrifice my schedule or my worth? Like, I mean, nobody's asking me to do that, but the old me would have done that. But now I'm just like, I'm just going to let them go. I'm just going to let people go. And it's a really freeing feeling being able to do that because, like I said, I never would have been able to do that. But here I am watching my business shift and change like tenfold in the last few weeks. And I'm just kind of okay with it because I know from the downswing, there's an upswing. Like I'm actually excited about it. Is that weird? Because like I said, I would have never felt this way but I know there's an upswing and I trust the universe and I trust the process. And luckily I am privileged enough to be able to roll with those ebbs and flows and not be in a situation where I can't pay my rent or I'm in trouble. So like I always say, there's immense privilege in being able to say that. But yeah, so the first step in... Navigating fear, again, this is all pretty much according to Gabby Bernstein, is forgiving yourself for being fearful. So when you feel that you are afraid and you are in danger and you're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And you have that tendency to want to start to control, pull back and say, okay, I'm afraid right now. That's a real emotion I have. And that's okay. I'm not here to tell you that, you know, it's awful and you're doomed for being fearful. Fear is a natural response to change and a natural response to uncertainty. So forgive yourself first for that fear because it's okay. So that's your first step. Then we have to release that control. So sit back, trust, and be patient again, easier said than done. I know, way easier said than done. But this is so, so key. And this is something that I've been working on since January. So I said this in like one of the first few episodes. So I saw my healer, my spiritual healer, she does Reiki in January, beginning of January. Or was it end of January? I think it was actually end of January, whatever. But she told me like the biggest takeaway from the whole session and everything that she found was like, you are a control freak and you are signifying to the universe that you are not ready for the abundance because there's a whole lot of abundance that's supposed to be coming. But you are basically putting your hand up saying, stop. Every time you try to control, every time you manically try to navigate your life, it's not going to work. So since then i have done a lot of work like really i've done a lot of freaking work to release control to release ego and i've actually found that back control has taken over more than just my career it's taken over relationships in my life it's taken over the relationships with my um, family members because i do have a control problem i just do and a lot of us do and it might not seem like it's that big of an issue But it probably sort of is. And it's probably hindering your growth and hindering experiencing the things that you want to experience. So for me to be able to sit here now and be like, I'm just going to let them because every downswing's got an up. (laughs) I would have never said that. I would have never said that in 2021 or even in January because I was so like, I have to make everybody like me and I have to make everybody want to be a client and I have to like always be promoting myself. Like I don't have to prove to anybody that I'm worthy of you know their business. I don't have to prove I don't have to prove shit and neither do you. People will see your value and if they see value in you and they want to pay for it, they will. And if they don't, they're not for you and that's okay. It's as simple as that. We can't control these things. So trust, sit back, stop controlling and be patient. So fear, let's talk about ego again. We're going to be talking about ego like every week now because as I go into my certification, holy hell, there's so much on ego and it's so wild how much I am, oh, there's just so much happening internally with me. So um, fear is projected by ego, right? Your ego protects you. Your ego's a little a little bitch. <laughs> it's afraid and it wants to keep you safe. Fair enough, fair enough. But it's sneaky. So it's going to appear in places and at times that you're not expecting it. So how do we be aware of it? How do we combat this this ego problem? Again, let's go back. Forgive yourself forgive your ego. Say it's okay, ego. I understand you're trying to protect me. I get it. Um forgive and then release. Forgive and release. This is going to be your new mantra. It's my new mantra. Forgive, release. You're going to release it. You're going to say, "Sorry, ego. I don't need you. I forgive you, and now I'm going to let you go." But you have to know when it's coming, when it's working against you. So a lot of this is just self-awareness. And this isn't going to come quickly. It's going to come over time and it's going to be a process. And it's, it's not easy letting go of your ego and deconstructing it because it's actually kind of, it's humbling and it's kind of icky sometimes because you're like, oh, I've been feeling like this this whole time. I've been thinking that, I've been saying that like, oh God, that's where that's coming from. It doesn't really make you feel good. It kind of makes you feel like, gross almost for like having that ego and thinking the things that you maybe did, but it's necessary. And guess what? We all have an ego and it all works in us and it all works in different ways. So it's, it's natural. It's okay. Um, another thing that fear does is it brings clarity to what you do and don't want. So if I didn't know that I, you know, that fear of my business and it changing, um, that happened because i realized sort of what i didn't want in my business and what i did want and the the angle i wanted to take now with it so it's i'm grateful for the fear because i'm like if i wasn't afraid about what's going to happen or the changes i was going to make i probably wouldn't have made them right So it brings clarity. And clarity is so, so, so important. Having clarity on what you want is part of the art of living. Like clarifying is everything. So to review, uh, Gabby Bernstein calls this process of fear being a guide back to love as, um, well, this isn't necessarily what it is, but A method that she uses to combat anything is the choose again method, which is basically choosing the next best thing. So she talks about, uh, you know, so I'm fearful. Is it realistic to go from being fearful to being super happy? Not really. That's a really big jump, right? So choosing again, choosing the next best thing from fear is maybe... anxiety. I don't know if that's better or worse to be honest, but choosing an emotion that is a little bit less intense than the one that you're feeling or choosing a mantra that will help guide you in a way that's a little bit less intense. So it's as easy as choosing again and kind of dialing down. And each time you dial down, you can dial down even more. Again, it's going to take time. But if if at the end of the day, all you can do is go from sheer fear to anxiety, that's a win because you dialed it back just, just one notch. So using that choose again method is really going to help navigate that fear, but also any emotion that you feel in your life or feeling that feels to be too much. So again, notice your fear, forgive your fear. And then choose again all right so that pretty much wraps it up hopefully this was helpful hopefully this was um, insightful for how to uh, change your perception of fear because it is really normal to be afraid it's okay to be afraid and it's okay to be like afraid of your fear and afraid that your fear is going to like take you out. So flip the script. View it differently. Choose to view it differently. Choose to handle fear differently because it is your guide back to love. It really is. It's your guide to abundance. It's your guide to trusting in the universe because I'm in a downswing right now. You might be too, but what goes down must go back up. I really truly believe that and I believe that for you. So yeah. That's about it. A little bit of a shorter episode this week. But that's good. Last week was a little bit longer and every every week's different. So this was what what was on my um my heart this week and it resonated with me. Hopefully it resonated with you. So, that's that's it, I guess. I hope you guys have a great uh rest of your week and I hope you start tackling that fear. As always, come as you are exactly as you are. Bye-bye.